Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast. And if you've been following the podcast for a while, you may remember that I did an interview a while ago now with Jane Eggers. I think it was episode 16. So that was quite a while ago, but we talked about translation at that time. And today we're going to do another interview because I, I want to talk to Jane about her experience of using another language at work. We had my thoughts on this in episode 169 when I was talking about some of the challenges that I'd faced as somebody who uses another language at work. And I'm going to be asking some similar questions to Jane today. So hello, Jane. Thank you for coming on the English with Kirsty podcast. Hi, Kirsty. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to chat to you again. Yeah, it's lovely to catch up and uh, yeah, I was excited about our talk today. <laughs> Great. So maybe you can tell us um, to begin with, you know, what you do and what role German plays in your working life. Okay. Well, German plays a huge role in my working life because I'm a translator. I translate out of German into English. Um, English is my native language. And I originally come from London. And then about 24 years ago, I moved to Germany and I've been here ever since. So Germany is everywhere you know I'm living in Germany I'm speaking German in private and also for my work most of my customers the clients are from Germany some also from Austria or Switzerland but the working language for them is always German so it plays a very big role. Okay and there must have been quite a difference from going to using German at home and with your friends to actually using it as a language which you use to communicate with your customers. Um, could you tell us a couple of challenges that you faced when you made this transition and, and how you got around these challenges, how you fixed the problems? Well, the thing is, it came up very um, kind of step by step, because when I first came to Germany, I came as an au pair. So it wasn't actually I was working, but it wasn't like in business in the sense that you might mean I wasn't running my business at that point. Okay. So, um, I mean, as an au pair, you've got a very good situation where you're expected or you're not expected to be able to speak the foreign language perfectly when you arrive you're there to learn um so that was a nice situation living with a family and then um the people i worked for were very good about staying in german although they could actually speak english mm. so yeah so my challenges were um yeah i mean it was a big shock suddenly having to be immersed in german after, even though i'd had german at school for a long time it's quite different when you have to speak it on a day-to-day -day basis um, so I found it extremely tiring having to do that all the time and concentrate a lot more than you'd have to if you were speaking your own language. Um, yeah. So it, it's, uh, yeah, there were, there were challenges, but they didn't necessarily have to do with business and clients in that sense. I mean, my trouble was fine, not having been taught at school, the words that had to do with babies and toddlers, you know, schnuller and, um, uh, I don't know, nappies and all that sort of thing that you have to know when you're looking after small children and babies. Um, yeah, the business things came later, but then I kind of eased into it because um, when I ended up staying in Germany long term, I ended up at an international company. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose by that stage, I'd already, I was already used to learning, to using German in all sorts of contexts. So it wasn't quite the big jump 
you know yeah, it's, so it's, it's a, a nice transition for you really wasn't it? you weren't like thrown in at the deep end suddenly having to use it but I I do know what you mean even from the, the school exchange we did we just stayed for two weeks in a um in a family with a, a German-speaking family and I found it really exhilarating it was a lot of fun to be using German all the time but at the end of the day I was I was tired but I couldn't sleep I was just so kind of my brain had been doing overtime and <laughs> all these new words yeah. it, it does it does tire you out sometimes absolutely and I mean I'd have situations where the the my host parents <laughs> who they'd have a dinner party or something you know they'd uh, integrate me and it was really nice and I could go along to the dinner party with their friends but it was so difficult following the conversation and I found myself sitting there and kind of following and then trying to put a sentence together so that I could say something interesting or useful and by the time I was ready with my sentence you know they they were talking about something else they weren't sitting there to help me learn German they were just having fun yeah um and I just remember those situations and thinking oh goodness you know it's just so exhausting <laughs> and there's also something about your personality too like people don't necessarily know who you are if you can't really be yourself in the other language at first like if you're more quiet than you would be normally or if you don't offer an opinion as as often as you would in your native language people can come to their own conclusions about what kind of person you are and it, it takes a bit of time to really be yourself in the other language that's really true yeah you have to get to a certain point where you have enough I mean your, your language doesn't have to be perfect but it has to be enough to get a bit of your personality across yeah and once that's a big step once you get to that point I think yeah but the, the, <laughs> yeah but they're good I mean when you're immersed like I was it's it's good in some ways because I didn't have the choice at that point I mean obviously I made the choice to go and be and put myself in that position but once you're there you just have to keep going and um in some ways it's a lot easier than if I'd stayed in England and tried to find ways to learn and practice my German. Yeah that is true I mean I've never lived in another country and I I have managed to get my my German to a decent level but it you have to be a lot more proactive I think if you if you do it that way. Yeah um, yeah you know find people to talk to or find things to read that you don't come across because they're just happen to be on tv you have to go and you know get a German book from the library or listen to something I mean it's easy now we've got the internet you can you can put things on sure. the radio but when, I, when yeah. I was learning we didn't always have that so it's yeah you do have to I think you have to work a bit harder but it's also easy to be in another country where you you only surround yourself with people who speak your language so I mean you, you say it's easier but I think you you did must have put yourself in those situations too because some people kind of isolate themselves from the language and then never never really become proficient yeah it depends on the situation I mean I, I see it with friends these days now I'm so much older and people who come here perhaps mothers with with children and then it's not always that easy to learn a language while you're managing everything else with your family your kids you know you've got to kind of just survive and um, I was there early 20s when I was an au pair and that was my job basically to learn the language so yeah that I definitely see that as well it's not always that easy even if you're here and um, especially because a lot of German people speak very good English and they're very kind and want to help people, you know, they're, so they're quite ha um, keen on switching to English. It's hard to then put your foot down and say, no, no, I want to speak German with you. Yeah, you almost need too. to find someone who can't do that. So they have to speak German with you sometimes. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> so who would you say helped you the most then um, in terms of gaining confidence and, and then using German at work? Who, who were a couple of people that really helped with that? 
I guess. Well, certainly the couple that I worked for as an au pair, I mean, they were amazing because they are actually both English teachers. I suppose that actually helped because they understood what it was like to learn a language, but they were, they never spoke English with me. They just said, no, we're going to do German because that's going to be the most useful for you. Mm. And they trusted me with that. You know, even though sometimes we were talking about things to do with the kids and everything, they were extremely patient and just stayed in German and talked it through in simpler terms if necessary until I got it. So they, they created a situation that was as if they didn't speak English and they needed to, they had to speak German with me. So I'm immensely grateful to them for doing that because they yeah. wouldn't have needed to. Um, and sometimes it would have been a lot quicker if they <laughs> said things in English, but in the long term, it was amazing. It was great that they did that. And um, foundation for you. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So that, that was lovely. They really got it. Um, I don't know who else. Uh, well, my husband. <laughs> my husband. Oh, yeah. So I've had an awful lot of chance, opportunity to practice with him. So that's that's really great. And that was quite funny because when we met, my German wasn't really that great. So we used to uh, English was our main language. We didn't speak German to each other at all when we first met. Okay. So that was quite interesting to have that kind of switch. At some point, we got to a level and we just thought, oh yeah, we can do this, which is kind of weird because you sort of get to know the person in one language. And it's, it's kind of slightly strange to then switch to another language, but it worked. It was good. Yeah. And you're spending so much time together and I guess he can help you if you, if you aren't sure about something or if you just want to run something past someone, it's, it's nice to have someone either, either your husband or like a good friends or some people that, that, you know, you can trust to say, is this okay? Is this right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that was fantastic. Yeah. And he, because he lived in England for some time as well, in, in um, the UK, he kind of gets where I'm coming from. So I can, you know, he, <laughs> he can help me put those things into German and understand because of the English background, why I might think a certain thing is a certain way or to, I can't really think of an example, but uh, it's quite nice having that backup as well. Yeah, it's the cultural differences, not just the language, but the, the different way of approaching things or seeing things. Sometimes they can be even when when people speak the same language if if they're from other parts of the world there can be a, a bit of a difference there yes exactly yeah so so now it's just you know normal for you to use um german at work and to do you um have much contact with other business owners german business owners oh yes i have a lot of contact um it's funny when i've been freelance um, as a translator for five years now. And when I first went freelance, I thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to be in my office. I'm going to do my thing. I'm quite an introverted character. And I thought that would be it. You know, I'd been in my translator cave doing my translator thing. <laughs> and, um, and then I kind of realized after a while, no, I do actually need some human contact as well. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I think I didn't realize how much I was going to miss that um, from my, from when I was working in a company. Um, so I, found uh, German business groups on Facebook, quite a few of those, and where you can really bring yourself in and chat um, in an informal way. Um, but even nicer is when you meet up with people outside, when you meet up with people in person and not just on the internet. It's nice to, the internet is good for finding like-minded people, but I think it's really a lot richer if you can meet them outside as well. So I did go to a few um, groups with German speakers where we sort of network and talk about what we, what's happening in our businesses that's kind of other so female solopreneurs. Um, but I also meet up with translator groups and um, 
you know that some of those are in German as well. Yeah, and I think some of that, as well as the emotional support and the friendship, which is great, and it's, it's something that I'm um, learning about as well at the moment, not so much from another language point of view, but just from meeting other people. But I, I think also mm -hmm. it's good if you can be in a, a situation where you're talking about business topics in German, for example. Um, I I did one of the the meet um, meet someone else from the group. Um, activities in a German group and yeah it just felt really good to be talking about things that I talk about all the time but in another language and to have someone else do that and then you can see what kind of vocabulary they use and, and how they um, talk about those those topics so that was that was a good thing to do yeah yeah that's that's really cool I also have a oh, sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> carry on. I also have a I call her my best business buddy <laughs> who's somebody okay. who a fellow solopreneur who lives here in in Nusloch. and uh, we do quite a lot of things together on a regular basis we'll go for a, a weekly walk in the woods and just kind of chat about business stuff but also in general about how it's going I find that very supportive and that's very good to be able to just get everything out in German and um, yeah that's that's really useful that's sort of one-to-one -one as well someone who understands because they may have different issues but they're in the same kind of situation as you having their own that's, business and... that's right yeah yeah Okay, so where can we find you online? Um, what's your website? I'll add all the links to the show notes, but if you if you want to tell us, yeah, sure. My website is um, <laughs> what's my website? <laughs> it's jane-eggers-translations.de. Okay, and where where can we find you on social media? Which sites do you like, like Facebook or Instagram? I'm mainly on Facebook. Okay. Um, and I'm also on Instagram under Jane Eggers Translations as one word. Okay, cool. Well, I'll add those links to the show notes page and um, I will um, also put the link to our other interview if people want to listen to that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. It's been good chatting to you and finding out a bit about your experience because this is something I, I want to do with these um, interviews because obviously everyone's experience is different and they're, they're different to mine. So it's really mm -hmm. nice to get a different perspective on that. And to everyone else, have a good week and have fun learning. Well, you have a good week as well, but <laughs> everyone else oh, have a good you. week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 